hot for teacher. We thought we were done. We thought we were finished. We thought we would never talk about a movie minute by minute again. But we were wrong. Join us as we get to know the cast next door. Hi, welcome to the cast next door, the podcast where we love your mother's cookies. I'm your host, Corin McLean. Our guests today are Megan Sunday and Gina Radcliffe. Hello. Hello. Today we're covering Minute 82. Uh, for those of you following it along at home, it's going from one hour and 21 minutes and one second to one hour and 22 minutes. So again, we are at the crazy part of the movie. <laughs> this um, is it. This is it. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yep. This is, this is a Garrett gets shot, which I found gratifying. Oh, yeah, a lot happens. Yes, in yep. this scene. a big a minute. A lot. Yep. Garrett gets shot, and we get EpiPen coming EpiPen. out. In the eye. Right, right in the, the eye. eye. <laughs> right in the eye, Balski. And they, like, they build that up through this entire minute. It's like, okay, there's the needle. And then, what's her, what, her line, I think, is, oh, but no, like, you can't trust me, and then yes. stab. <laughs> oh, yeah, she gets, she gets two great lines in this. She somehow has the, the, the mental capacity, despite seeing, yeah, she gets know, her beaten up. <laughs> And her husband gets shot that she can still come up with these, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger-esque comebacks mm-hmm. at the last minute. Now, I, I've never seen an EpiPen, like, in person. Do they have, like, these, like, two-inch-long spikes? They do have them? a very long needle because you generally stab it okay. into the thigh. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, I thought that might have been, you know, slightly embellished or dramatic effect. No, but, it would. Yeah, okay. But there, I believe an EpiPen is just straight adrenaline or something, isn't it? I don't think she expresses it. Oh, okay, fair enough. She just stabs She just jams. She just jams right in his eye. She doesn't do the whole thing, which I'm doing hand gestures, though people can see me. This is a podcast. (laughs) Podcast! I'm doing, I'm gesturing, and you could neither of you have to see me, so it's okay. Yeah, no, so uh, that that makes more sense. Uh, One thing that I, about this, that they, I think, I felt like they made a really big point earlier of showing that Noah is a really good shot. Like, he takes Kevin's shooting earlier, and, like, you know, Kevin can't do it, and he, mm-hmm. you know, gets every pumpkin or whatever it was they were shooting. But then when he shoots Garrett, he just, like, shoots him in the shoulder. Yeah, from, like, well, maybe he wants to torture him and have him, like, burn to death. Which would I mean, suck more than being shot. I know things are on fire, well, yeah, and he's, I mean, like, coming he, at him, but they made this whole point of how he's this fantastic shot, and he's just... Yeah, like, and like, really, six feet, and you couldn't hit something more vital than his shoulder? Yeah. Well, I think he's he's kind of, you know, kind of playing with with Claire a little bit, like uh, you know, like you're making her suffer by by making them suffer. Or you know, the the, the movie just could have forgot its own uh its, its own script, so who knows. <laughs> I feel like this movie periodically just forgets the this movie has periodic amnesia where it just forgets oh, everything yeah, totally, that came totally. beforehand. I I'm not going to give it that much like, credit. Tone anything. Just... Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that they like I well, I mentioned this in the in the previous minute that I feel like they came up with these big ideas and then said, well, let's just build plot points around this. Yeah. So I feel like they were early on, someone was like, oh my God, what if she stabs him in the eye with an EpiPen? We got to make sure someone needs an EpiPen. But then they didn't actually look up what allergies are. 
which is why Kevin is just allergic to <laughs> the world. Whatever it was like boxing. Anxi- he's allergic to ang- he's allergic to anxiety and boxing and, and everything and boxing. Yeah. yeah, she's going to see an allergist in the beginning, but then it never comes to anything, and then he has that moment in the beginning. So we see the EpiPen, but then it's like, and he's allergic to. <clears throat> <laughs> Oh, I was wondering, is there something in, like, the Iliad where some- does anyone get stabbed in the eye? Like- well, uh, um, uh, uh, Oedipus tears out his own eyes when he is, when he finds out that the woman he has been sleeping with is his, is his mother, Jocasta. <gasps> yes, excellent. Oh, I'm so glad yeah. that the EpiPen yeah. to the eye is actually a Greek reference. He like, stabs, it is. He stabs it totally brooches is. in his eyes. Yeah. The- Right now, did now did she when she put her thumb in it? Was that the other eye or was that the eye she already? She it's already the put same. The same. It's the same. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's that's the next minute. <laughs> yeah, that's um. Oh yeah, shit. I'm, I'm doing spoilers left and right here. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's definitely what they think is a sly reference to. Now, I don't know where the engine block comes in because I'm pretty sure there were no engine blocks in the Iliad, but. <laughs> I like that the barn is on fire. He just shot Garrett. Kevin is chained to the table or whatever. And Noah is still taking the opportunity to say things like, there's nothing I won't ever do for you. Like, you're, I love you. It's like, there's... You can, tr- you can trust me. I only you know, tortured and murdered your best friend. Why, can't, why don't you trust me? There's nothing I won't do for you except let you go, let your kid go. Well, the movie has to let him monologue so that he, she can have the zinger in response. That's true. Right, right, right. I mean, they, they have it all, they have a pretty good repartee for disliking <laughs> each other so much. Maybe they would have been a good couple. Also, apparently that barn is either bone dry and, like, Noah has not only burned down the barn but also caused several wildfires throughout California. Or, like, there was way more gas than it showed. Like, he poured, like, a full jerry can of gas all around. But that barn goes up like a torch. <laughs> like, the whole rest of the movie is... is like, in the same way that all Hollywood movies nowadays are very orange and very blue. Oh, right. Yeah. right. <laughs> the whole rest of the movie, just looking at the screenshots we have of these scenes, it's like, there's the orange and blue. Well, it, it catches fire except for just enough for them to, you know, be in this little circle in the middle yeah. and not get burned. Everything else is just turning to ash and char. Yeah, but, but... if you're actually trying to build a funeral fire, pyre, wouldn't you, like, pour all of the gasoline over Kevin and Gary? Yes. Yeah, I think he right. would. And, and and none of them except Noah at one point, you know, appear affected by, you know, the what what must be choking clouds of smoke. And at one point Noah's like heh, heh, heh. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> a minute. Yeah, he just starts coughing. And it's like you shouldn't even be able to see each other by that point. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's like, you know, she, she could potentially escape because he should not even be able to, if you're more than like three or four feet away from each other, you shouldn't even be able to see each other by that point. The barn doesn't have that high of a ceiling. <laughs> right. And and he's all like, let out this little manly like Ugh, cough. Like, you know, <laughs> dude, you should be like rolling, you know, just curled up on the ground. Just Kevin you know... should be dead. <laughs> Kevin right, should exactly. be so like, Kevin's allergic was... to anxiety. Why isn't he having like an attack right now? Yeah, I mean, you know, you would think of anything, if you were allergic to anything that required an EpiPen, other than, like, bee stings, I mean, you know, a barn filled with smoke, I mean, your ass should be dead at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, just, you're toast, like, you've got into animal acting shot. You like, know, just, like, curled up on a little ball with your face turning blue at like, that point. Like, as soon you know? as Noah captures you, you were in anaphylactic shock. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Well, it's, it's, it's like, it's, unex- it's unexpectedly gory like like i mean yeah i mean the scene where she finds vicky's body is is you know that's kind of nasty but you don't actually see what happens mm-hmm. she's already dead yeah but i mean the the and that's more know, a jump scare 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the, but the you know the EpiPen is like, oh, that's actually that's actually kind of gross. Yeah. And, and then you know that actually gets a little grosser after that. And you know, it's I don't, don't want to say it's pleasantly surprising. Yeah. But it, it's more it, interesting than most of the rest of the movie. So at least oh, it's definitely, interesting. Definitely, it's it, it's. It's, I think that's at the point where the movie finally stops taking itself seriously, um, because everybody. I think you mentioned last up, and 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 this probably been touched upon quite a few times. Is that everybody else except for Ryan Guzman really seems to think they're a serious, you know, family drama or erotic thriller, and he just it seems to be having a time of his life. But it's not until like the last five minutes that this movie actually starts getting kind of fun in a way. Yeah. And it's like they finally decided to... I mean, if, if the whole movie had been that tone, it would have been incredible. It would have been so funny if it had been yeah. that kind of super dramatic. Like, like, I don't want just one person chewing the scenery. I want everybody yeah. chewing exactly, the scenery. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, just it needed to be... It needed that over-the-top tone throughout the entire yeah. movie. And I think Christian Chenoweth gets it a little bit, too, but she's yeah, like not allowed yeah. to have any fun with it because her character has to be shamed the whole way through. Yeah. Right, um, right, right, right. I mean, because she's dead meat, so... Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, you, like yeah. you could call ten minutes into this movie who's dying. Exactly, like, exactly. <laughs> well, and I think that the, the EpiPen moment is such a big moment and like I think it was a big moment in the theater one because it was gross but two because it's finally Claire's like she's doing something like this whole movie it's been very well you know now let's stop and there's you know everything's just sort of happening to her and you get this idea before prior to him getting shot that you know Garrett's gonna sweep in and save the day like you know he he breaks free he throws Noah like pretty far like props to props to uh made a Probably wasn't John Corbett, but let's say it was. <laughs> you don't think I it mean, was John Corbett? Right? I, think, I don't think they let Hollywood actors around. really throw people around. I feel like they go, no, 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 you're not getting thrown and you're not throwing anyone. I don't care what you want to do. But yep. unless you're Tom Cruise, I don't think you get to say what what you know, stunts you do. But, you know, yeah, she finally <laughs> does something and she what she does is stick an EpiPen in someone's eye. Like, whoa, all right. Claire is zero to 60, can, man. Yeah, and you could tell she was kind of thinking this through because she's like, you, you get the, you know, he's going on mm-hmm. again about how much he loves her and how, you know, he just wants to be with her. And, you know, you see the shot of her hand slowly moving mm-hmm. into the pocket and bringing it out and finding just the right time and just the right quip to say yeah exactly like that's actually probably like in a smoky barn and like with someone who's been threatening you and like moving you around and is freaking you out Mm -hmm. probably a reasonably hard thing to do to get like like okay i have to get up close to him and get this right in his eye for this to be really effective and have a really snappy comeback exactly because otherwise like i've wasted all of his monologuing (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and Finally, she grows a pair. <laughs> yeah, because she finally gets to just do something about it. And it's like, well, all right. Like, you... I guess she does also have that moment where she kicks him in the balls. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah that's right. Well, and she not only stabs him in the eye with an EpiPen, but then he pulls it out. And I think there's a noise when he pulls it out, too. And yes! Like, <laughs> yeah, there's a little, like, a little little slip sound. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it doesn't... It, 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 he, he, you know, screams a little bit. But you know, he fires the it, gun a whole bunch. Yeah, he he remark he recovers remarkably fast. You know, as, again, like like, like like Michael Myers or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know what I mean, and the way he reacts to being stabbed in the remind me reminded me of in Harry Potter two, the basilisk getting its eyes <laughs> taken out. Like he writhes around. 
Oh, <laughs> right. And you know, he, you know, he screams in a manly fashion. Yeah, and, and, you know, but, but you're going to stop for a couple minutes, whatever you're doing. I mean, that may not kill somebody. But, you know, I, I imagine the pain and the shock would, you know, you're going to fall down. Yeah, and I wish his scream what you're was, doing. Less ma- was, was less manly. I want him to be, like, squealing at that point. Although I suppose this is also the same guy who got kicked in the crotch and laughed. Yeah. Right, right. And again, that's when the movie just decides, yo, fuck it, we're just going to take, we're just going to make a complete break from reality and turn this guy to some sort of, like, unkillable monster. There is a deleted scene that kind of vaguely explains why Vicky owns a barn. Because well, it's, it's her it's boyfriend's like, place. No, or it's, it's hers. Oh, um, it's her. It's her place. And then there's a deleted scene where she's talking to Claire about how she wanted to sell it, but her boyfriend was like, "No, no, no, keep it. We'll we'll move into it, and I'll like do stuff around the barn." But then like something happened with his mom because there's that whole thing oh, about yeah. how he's like a mama's okay. boy, and so now yeah. she's just still living there. But like, loving like, your mom, the, Lane. The boy, the boyfriend had been like, "No, no, no, don't sell your family's farm. Like we're gonna live there." And then. So it's just like this two-second scene of her and Jayla like walking through the barn while Vicky's like, so I still own this barn. Uh, okay. <laughs> FYI! <laughs> barn. It's kind of rickety and like barn. a fire hazard. I should probably have it torn down. And look at this. I don't know why I have this random engine block just hanging from the ceiling. That could kill somebody. God, this gas can like rust through it. It's still got gas in it. <laughs> I just, I've got this barn. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, like I that. And just, I, I think that's what how Noah gets Kevin over. As he says, he's like at Vicky's house because he was doing something in the barn. It's like shouldn't everyone know that Vicky doesn't really do anything with this barn? Like, I feel like if someone called me and was just like, "Oh yeah, because I'm over here, I'm fixing stuff in her in her barn," I'd be like, "Why?" She doesn't use that barn. Yeah, that's true. It's like, yeah, why would I mean, especially you know, because he was he and Vicky were kind of antagonistic towards each other from the beginning. Yeah. Now I said, oh yeah, she has me. We're fixing stuff in her barn. Maybe that's you know, maybe that's how he's you know being punished for beating the crap out of the kid yeah. earlier in the movie or something. The community labor. service helped the vice principal yeah. deal with her property issues. <laughs> yeah. Calling her the c word. Yes. Poor Vicky. Vicky deserved better. Vicky deserves so much better. Vicky, Christian Chenoweth deserved better, too. Vicky should have come back in this scene. Like, all of his interactions with the two are very weird because all of his Noah's interactions with Claire are so, like, you're so beautiful and wonderful. Like, you're this goddess. You're you're a mother, and you're, you know, you were treated so poorly, and you deserve to be loved. And then with Vicky, he's just like, ugh, you're a dried-up old bitch, and I'm just, when I murder you, it'll be the worst possible, like, it'll look so ugly and just be so gross, and... Well, she's, like, she, you know, she's not very fertile and, and yeah, vital, she's not like a, J-Lo Yeah, is. beautiful, Hollywood wrong actress. wife. <laughs> Like yeah, typical typical work typical working mom Jennifer Lopez with her flowy hippie skirts and her demure blouses etc etc <laughs> if i could say i liked anything about this movie was like a movie like fatal attraction i felt zero sympathy for michael douglas's character i mean he was kind of unlikable from the start mm-hmm. and and i think at, at no point did it seem like he felt responsible for any of this He's just and, like, this you know, bitch is crazy. It's not my fault. Like, I just picked the wrong woman to have an affair with. Yeah, yeah I just want a little, I just want to have a little sex. She's the one that got all nutty, you know, cuckoo yeah. wacky about it. But I mean, you know, they do make Jennifer Lopez's character, you know, I mean, she does things that don't make any sense. But, you know, you don't think like, oh, well, she deserves, well, you know, some people may think she deserves what's happened to her, but. I don't know. I think the movie does kind of think she deserves it. I'm going to disagree with you on that one. I think the movie is basically going out of its way to say, to be like, no, 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 stay in your loveless marriage or else you're, well, yeah, but, everybody's going to wind up dead. She wasn't like, you know, I found, you know, 
you know, for as developed as her character was, which wasn't very, um, you know, she was she was reasonably likable, and you know, you, you you got the impression, well, this was a stupid mistake, and she shouldn't have done it. But you know, I mean, she probably did not deserve you know any of the, any of the stuff that happened to her for yeah. making one dumb mistake. And they give the whole backstory with you know, Garrett had an affair, so she's unsure about the status of her marriage. You know, she's feeling bad about herself. So there's all that background too. So it's not just it's not like notes on yeah. a scandal where she just decides to have this affair and it's like, well, you've made all kinds of mistakes and look what you did to your marriage. We're already like, yeah. oh, you know. She just wants to have a little fun. I find this movie very structurally unsound as a feminist, but I can actually find, I can see the ways in which, like, as an actress, like, making choices about, like, what kind of roles you're going to take, you could say, okay, this is a reason, like, for a Hollywood movie, this is a reasonably empowered main, like, female main character. I suppose. I mean, I, I think that she, you know, I, I don't remember if it was someone mentioned earlier that, she, you know, she finally, during the last five minutes, manages to, you know, get it together and stand up for herself. I mean, up to that point, she just seemed kind of helpless. And, and again, we covered this in the last minute. She just refuses to tell anybody what's going on. And it, it's like, I mean, yeah, I realize you're embarrassed and all, but I mean, you know, there's a time when it's, when it's like, okay, you know what, I just got to deal with the embarrassment and, you know, this has become, you know, a matter of life and death. I, I need to tell somebody. And she still doesn't. I don't even know if she ever does. Do we have anything else to say about this minute? Or, or I, mean, do we... I mean, if you're, if you're going to watch any minute from this movie, yeah, look yeah. at this minute. Yeah. I mean, even if you know, if you go in knowing nothing else about the movie, just, just watch this minute. Cause it's just bananas. So do you guys have anything that you wanted to plug? Um, I blog about, uh, old TV that nobody cares about anymore. at um, tune in tonight.tumblr.com. And I, recap vc andrews novels at trapped in the attic.wordpress.com and i am a person on the internet sometimes uh you can follow my twitter or instagram if you feel like it uh i'm at sweat tears c c like the ocean not like the letter thanks for listening and we'll be back in either tomorrow or just a second depending on how you're listening all right bye that was the cast next door and i was your host corinne mclean with my guests megan sunday and gina radcliffe like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at First Ed Iliad, or download new episodes from the castnextdoor.wordpress.com, or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Artwork by Josh Hollis, edited by Darren Husted, produced by Darren Husted, executive producer Corinne McLean. The Boy Next Door is owned by Bloomhouse, Smart Entertainment, New Yorican, and Universal Studios. No infringement is intended. Copyright 2015, all rights reserved. This is a first edition?